Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Family, welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion on the E2C Network. And today we have another W to talk about. I am getting more and more excited, as you can see, kind of the pep in my step, the pep in my voice right now. More and more excited about this team, about this program, because it is officially basketball season. You know, we've, we've joked about it in the past. It is officially basketball season, and we saw that on Wednesday night with this win over the UCF Knights. The fighting Gus Malzahn's will beat them in basketball. The revenge game goes well. Auburn improves to six and one, winning 85 to 68, even though it should be 85 to 65. That three at the end was kind of, was kind of, you know, we, we won't really count that. But Jeez. final score is 85 to 68. And to do that, I've brought in my dad and co-host. Dad, I'm, I'm pumped. I can tell. Uh, uh, you got you, you got to go to the game last night. I had to watch it on. On TV, although I, I enjoy listening to Joe Champy uh, do the color commentary, but uh, uh, I would rather have listened to Sonny Smith do the woos and yeah. he did a bunch <laughs> the of hooting and hollering. Oh and my Sonny Smith. I, I, yeah. I saw that on Twitter as I was uh, <laughs> leaving the arena and I put my phone up to my ear to try and listen to it. And I was like, man, uh, as long as we can keep Sonny Smith there, he needs to stay. At one point, I heard, uh, and again, listening to it on Twitter, the, the, the uh highlights that they put out he was like yahoo <laughs> i was like sonny you are the best you're the best never seen never heard anything yes. anybody do it better all right well yeah let's go ahead and discuss this game auburn big time victory over central florida a ucf team that a lot of people have a sleeper in the american athletic conference i you know with teams in that conference like Memphis, who I don't know what they did against Georgia, and then a team like Houston. Um, this is a UCF team that can play, and I'm sure when they mesh together, they're a really good basketball team. But Auburn showed why they are going to be one of the best teams in the SEC in this in this basketball game. I I agree. I think uh, I think UCF's probably a fringe tournament team if they can get it get it together. I think Dawkins is a really good coach as much as that pains mm-hmm. me to say that as he's a dookie, but um, uh, he's got some talent that that guard number two can play. He can yeah. flat out and do it. And uh, it was getting a little chippy with, with him and some of the guys down there, but uh, uh, yeah, I think they've got some tall guards that, uh, that gave us trouble and they pressured us the whole game. And, and uh, once we figured it out, we did all right. But uh, yeah, I think that, I think they're a tournament team, uh, at least a bubble type of team. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I could very well see that. But enough talking about UCF. Let's talk about our Auburn Tigers. Um, as you said, I did get, to, I was able to go to this one. I was sitting up top in one of the sections by myself, and you know, I, I, when I got the ticket, I wasn't 
because it was a Wednesday night. I wasn't really expecting the crowd. And you, that was the first question you asked me when it, was, when it started close to game time. I said it was about a solid 8.5 out of 10. Well, by, you know, by three minutes in the game, I bet it moved up to nine or nine and a half. It was a really good crowd, a really good atmosphere, especially on a Wednesday night. I'm excited for these guys to start playing SEC teams at, on those Tuesday, Wednesday nights. And I'm excited for our guys to start playing on Saturdays. Yeah. You, you know, it was, uh, it was one of those things that, that Bruce Pearl tweeted out yesterday morning, uh, mainly to the scholarship section. That's the, that's the area that really we need to fill that somehow. I know that people paid for those seats, paid a lot of money for those seats, but he tweeted out if you can, if you're not going to be able to make it, uh, put it in the exchange because we've got a lot of people requesting tickets. But from what I saw on TV with the student section, it looked like it was wrapped uh, both baselines and, and behind the announcers and uh, looked like they were pretty into the game the entire time. It was. I did a big shout out to the jungle. The jungle has been great so far this year, and they're going to keep getting better as the opponents yeah. come in and start getting better and better. And the Sullivan team gets better and better. Um, let's talk about some of the stats from this game. And you had some stat sheet stuffers, especially in the front court tonight for the Auburn Tigers. <clears throat> Jabari, let's talk about Jabari first, and then we'll kind of get into my player of the game after a little spoiler there. But um, Jabari, I, again, every night he shows why he is the best player. And 20.7 boards, four assists, three steals tonight. Talk about a stat sheet stuffer. And, and, and he's probably number two in this game, as, as, according to a stat sheet stuffer. But play great, shows he's getting better, and we I, I have a new name for him. And you, you, really? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take credit, but you are, you're technically the one that said it. But when I was when we were leaving, I called you as I was leaving the arena, and I was like, what is it about Jabari? He's, when he, he hit a three and then he – was looking at the coach on the way back, wagging his finger, and then he he was he would get in these guys' faces and then go to the ref. Oh, that's not me. I apologize. That's my bad. What is it about? What is he about? And you said, dude is a stone cold killer. He's a killer. The dude is a killer. That's that is a perfect way to describe Jabari Smith. And we all we like we like to make comparisons of guys in the pros and guys that have come through Auburn and that sort of stuff. This is the closest. Just I, I test the closest thing thing I've seen to Kevin Durant when he when he dribbles up the floor after getting a rebound on the defensive end, and you can see what he's doing. He's he's measuring that that three pointer, and for a kid that's six ten to dribble up the floor full speed or at least three quarter speed, stop at that three point line and pull straight up and drill a three pointer. Look, I I enjoyed I enjoy watching Golden State play, and when Kevin Durant was there in the finals against LeBron, he did it to LeBron two or three times, and I and that was where that came from. I said that dude is a killer. He just stone cold. Doesn't doesn't nothing phases him. He is walking up the court and drilling a shot in your face. And Jabari does it. But the thing that I really like about Jabari right now, the last few games we've seen is his emotion. Uh, A lot of times, five-star, superstar, NBA lottery pick guys, they're just there. They look like they're there to uh, get their draft stock up and move on to the next level. Jabari looks like he will fight, scratch, and claw to do anything he can to get Auburn to win. 
In fact, he said, if I've got two points, as long as we're winning, as long as I'm helping my team win, we're good. And I I wanted to say, no, Jabari, we need you to keep doing 20 points a game because, man, he's fun to watch. And he's just getting better. We saw at the beginning of the year and the exhibitions and with the practices, and we saw him, you know, he's just improving and improving and improving. He's meshing with his teammates even more. And, I mean, we'll go ahead and talk about our, some of his teammates. Uh, Devin, those two early threes. Wendell shot it from Opelika and made it. Jalen played a great game. It, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about Jalen and Jabari here in a second. KD played well. Didn't shoot the ball really well, but he was also getting shots like – where he had to shoot at the end of the shot clock. He had a lot I didn't, of those. I, I didn't know KD could do could get up as high as he got up on the reverse the dunk. Steal, yeah. I don't think KD knew he could get up as high as he got up on that dunk. But yeah. that energy from that crowd was like just lifted him it was fun. Uh, up and and the reverse slam on the on the steal. I'm not real sure what the kid was looking at when he passed it across court, knowing that KD was there. Yeah. And uh so yeah, I, KD loves playing in the jungle. You you win a game by 17 and you get 10 points from guys like Leo Berman and Preston Cook. <laughs> That's big. I mean, that is That's that is huge. that is that is huge. That is so big. And Leor, two straight, two of two from three, grabbed two boards. I played incredible defense. I look I would, whether I would, he's getting minutes because Flanagan's out or not, I, I'm all for it. He's earned the minutes. I, I don't think there's any doubt he's earned the minutes because when he comes in, I, I, I heard, I think it was today, I heard that he was uh, plus seven or plus eight in his time. Jabari was plus 24, which again, that's stupid. But um, Lior was the second highest in the plus minus. Yeah. He's coming in. He's he's not afraid. He doesn't hesitate to shoot. Mm-hmm. He he shot a wide open one the first time on a, when we broke the fast when we broke the press. The second one, he had a guy running and jumping in his face. He still shot it and drained it. Yeah. But the thing that impresses me most, and probably why he's earning the playing time, is his defense. He's not look. He's 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 uh, he's not Zep Jasper. Not ever going to be. But he can give you a good enough defensive stance to give some guys some rest and and. It make us even deeper when Alan Flanagan comes back. Sure, his minutes will diminish, but when he comes in, you won't be. Oh no, it's a drop off, not a drop off with Leor. Great yeah. player. I'm, I'm really, really happy for Leor. He definitely has earned the playing time that he is getting that he is getting right now, and he's using this. He's yeah, he's using it. He's playing great. But let, let's. Go. Let's talk about the difference in this game. Let's talk about the guy who made the difference in this game. And that's our North Carolina transfers, Walker Kessler. 17 points, 14 rebounds, six blocks, and two assists. You know, when when Walker decided to transfer from North Carolina, as somebody who watched North Carolina play, watched Walker play last year, I immediately thought of the Notre Dame game in the ACC tournament, Mm -hmm. North Carolina and Notre Dame, when Walker went for 16 for 14 and eight blocks. And he was just the difference in North Carolina winning and North Carolina losing. I don't really know if Walker was the difference in us winning or losing this game, but he definitely was the biggest reason we, we won the way we did. Yeah. It goes eight for 14. You know, he didn't make any of those threes. He obviously has the green light and I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm, you know, I don't want him, I don't want him to start jacking more. I want him to just 
knock him down. Two or three no, a game no. is all right. Yeah. 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 I'm completely fine with that, especially if they're just leaving him. Um, I, I was I was interested. Zach Blackerby on his show today mm-hmm. said uh said, I wonder, does he make them in practice? Is that the why is that the reason he's got such a it's a green light. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't hesitate. Yeah. Uh but uh <laughs> he, he must make them consistently in practice because I, I don't think uh I don't think he'd get the green light that he has if he didn't. But at one point in the game, I, I again watch it with your sister. Um I looked at her and I said, Walker may end up with a triple double because he was blocking everything that came in the lane. It's, it's such a benefit to the guards because they can play much tighter defense and know, Hey, if this guy gets by me, don't foul him because there's a pretty good chance that Walker's coming and going to throw the thing backwards. Yeah. Yeah, it, that that is the biggest thing for a guard. As we talked, we've talked about it before. Is knowing that because they can, our guards can be even more aggressive than they already are when mm-hmm. they've got a guy like Jabari or like Walker or like Cardwell or Jalen mm-hmm. back there that can block those shots, and that's extremely important and it's big. He let's was, talk he about was a monster. Yeah, let's talk about there's there was a change made in the game because UCF's press worked for about three, four straight possessions and caused us turnovers or caused us quick shots. I was and about to go through the roof. I was, I was, I was so frustrated. frustrated. <laughs> because this team is, this team can be really good at breaking the press. And obviously we know why now. So we started, I, when I saw it, I was like, come help, like get another guard to help the point guard. And that way you could just pass it back and forth and get up the floor. Don't try and just dribble it out and try and get away from them. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. No, that's not what we did. That's, that's not what Bruce said. Why Bruce, Bruce said, is on the sideline and you're not. <laughs> that's exactly right. Bruce, Bruce said, I trust my four men, Jabari and Jalen, who no matter who's on the floor, to mm-hmm. pass it in, a point guard pass it back, and then to take it up the floor. And it worked every time. Yep. It worked every time with Jabari and Jalen, and Jabari and Jalen would get open shots and get open shots for their teammates. There was one time Jalen went down the floor and passed it back, and then he had an open shot. As, and Jabari dribbled up the floor, drilled a three-pointer in the dude's face. And, it was also one time Jabari dribbled up the floor and threw an alley-oop yeah. to a cutting Devin Cambridge. Which yeah. It's a 6'10 guy throwing a perfect alley-oop pass. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that is just special. stupid. Hey, Auburn fans. I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. 
You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. That The little things like that is gonna, are going to be the difference in this team, especially when you get into February and March. And that's why this team is going to be one of the best in the SEC. And we're saying all this and we're getting these close, we're getting these good wins against these good opponents and we're scoring the ball well, and we're pretty efficient and we're playing incredible defense. Alan Flanagan is not on the team yet. Alan Flanagan's over on the sideline. Bruce said after the game that he should be starting to work out fairly soon. So hopefully, hopefully by, um, I think he said by the Murray state game, he may get some minutes. Uh, That is exciting. That's a home game. That is exciting. Yeah, oh, Well, man, I, I I don't know what else there is to say about this. This game was a tone setter. I think this game was a building block. I think this game was uh, a coming out for party for Mr. Walker Kessler. I'm excited about it. Um, we'll go ahead and yeah. do player of the game. Hang on, uh, hang on. Okay. With Walker, uh, I, I don't know if everybody saw it, but about three games ago, right before the uh, the Atlantis tournament. Mm-hmm a North Carolina beat writer. Again, not real sure why it, what it, why a beat writer is making a comment about a kid who doesn't play there anymore, but said something to the effect of, of Kessler's not very, been very good at Auburn so far this year. Since that time, he's played four games. Four of them have been double-doubles. Yeah. And, and last night's game, he was the most dominant post player we've had in a long time. And yeah. And, and look, I love uh, what's his name that played on the Final Four team. Wiley. Uh, Wiley loved him, but he can't. He couldn't do what this kid's doing. Yeah, uh, just Being, really, really presence. effective. He he, <laughs> for what it's worth, shot a couple three pointers and missed them in the second half. Just early in the second half, he had the ball wide open out of the three. And that big guy ran at him and he pump faked and the guy jumped out of his drawers and Walker took the ball with a left-hand dribble. He's not left-handed folks, left-hand dribble down the left side of the lane and finger rolled with the left hand and made it. And I was like, guys, that's a seven, one guy doing that. Yeah. Uh, Now are we, so Walker was a huge difference, but the, uh, the, the blueprint that we talked about a couple games ago, of big strong guards ripping and being physical with our guards that's what Dawkins tried to do and it worked for the first half Mm -hmm. Uh, they were physical they were bigger and stronger than we were and then Wendell said okay well I'll just shoot it from half court basically with two minutes or uh, two minutes on the clock they could take it up yeah you're not bigger than them Really, really impressive uh, coaching job mm-hmm. by Bruce Pearl at halftime making that adjustment that you talked about. I, I completely agree, and I'm excited because this team is not done. Well, this team, this is just the beginning. I think it's just before the beginning right now um, because this team is six and one. Uh, you got a tough one on Saturday that we'll talk about here in a mm-hmm. second, and then you, you're getting straight into some some really tough non-conference games on some neutral floors and some an away game and some back in Auburn Arena. And then you go right into SEC play and you play some dogs in the SEC. 
you start off with LSU, yeah. who's Don't one of the best, who's going to be one of the better teams in the in the league, and and. I still don't know why Will Wade is the coach anywhere, but maybe a junior high school. But he is, and he's got a good team. And he'll bring them in, and they'll be excited to play an opening SEC game in Auburn. Yep. Well, we'll go ahead and do player of the game. I I, I definitely have stolen yours because we kind of just drooled all over this guy in this podcast, but we can all, you can, there's, there's one of two and there's two of us. So it'll be easy. It'll be easy. You know, we have good reasons for both. Obviously mine is Walker Kessler. Hey, talk about a coming out party. This was a coming out party for Walker. He showed why he came to Auburn. He showed why he was a five-star coming out of high school and the top player out of Georgia. He, he showed why he's our starting center and mm. is going to be such an impact on the offensive end and the defensive end for the rest of the games. Look, if he keeps doing double doubles, uh, we're going to be hard to deal with. Uh, We, we, sometimes we get a little stagnant on offense and, uh, and throw it into the big guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jabari had a great pass into him uh, late in the game, but there was nobody within nobody that was, tall enough to handle him in there mm-hmm. this is not and a lot of places are not going to be tall a lot of teams are not going to be tall enough to handle him in there and uh especially when our foreman is almost as tall as he is but but he was he was great the the thing i really like about him too is he catches the basketball again i loved austin wiley but wiley had the softest yeah. hands i've ever seen yeah and we get it ripped look he Walker catches the basketball, and I don't mean to bang on Austin Wiley. Again, I love what he did for us. Yeah. Um, but uh, some of the passes that Wendell Green throws you, you better be ready. Yeah. You better be ready to catch it because Wendell did a spin move in the lane and kind of just dropped the pass to Walker as he went by him, and Walker caught it and dunked it. Yeah. And it was a spectacular sports center type play. But uh, if he'd have fumbled it, it wouldn't it have been as good. Yeah. So, uh, and, and Walker got aggressive on one of his dunks and cocked it back behind his head. And I thought, oh, gosh, the guy's getting ready to knock it out of his hands from behind. Yeah. Not real sure that he could have done that. So, uh, I agree. Walker Kessler is a great one. So, do I get to give mine now? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, love, I love watching Wendell play last night. The pass he made uh, from half court to a cutting uh, KD Johnson on a fast break. It's a Magic Johnson type of pass, that one handed, mm-hmm. like baseball pass, a bounce pass that bounces right up. Um, I love watching KD Johnson play and, and watching him play with that crowd. Uh, he's the most excitable player I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and Jalen, again, a real positive impact on the whole game. Uh, came in you don't lose anything by putting Jalen in a lot of times you gain things by putting him in um but uh Jabari is the player of the game Jabari's Jabari's the best player on the floor yeah Uh, Jabari will be the best player on the floor I think in every game we play unless maybe we play Duke yeah and other than that he'll be the best player on the floor now does that account to winning every game no but uh but as long as Jabari's on the court, I feel I feel like we've got. I, I've said it before. It's like Cam Newton uh, in in 2010. Every time he's on the court, I feel like I've got a chance to win the game. 
Yeah. I wish he'd have played more last night. Yeah. Me too. Me too. That was a that was a good one. Um, good Wednesday night win. We will uh, return this weekend, Saturday uh, the fourth at 1 p.m. in Auburn Arena against the, the team that was picked first in their league and then Ivy League, the Yale Bulldogs, the smart kids. Um, we will. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know anything about this Yale team. I, I, they were picked first in their conference. They are going. They are going to win the Ivy League. That's everybody said that. And yeah. I, I don't, so Bruce is not going to schedule these, you know, hish pish teams to come in and for Auburn to blow out by sixty. No, he's doesn't gonna, help anybody. Yeah, it's not, that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't do anything. Playing a team like Yale in Auburn Arena on a Saturday afternoon. That's going to help you. That's going to yeah. help you when it comes to tournament time in March and the SEC and the NCAA. Yeah, the we have grown up and gotten better in Atlantis because we played teams that are tournament type teams. Um, I don't know, maybe Syracuse, maybe not, but they got a win last last night or night before against Indiana, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then to play Central Florida, who beat us last year soundly. It was maybe by seven or eight, maybe nine points, but it wasn't that close. And then to have Yale come in, who, like you said, going to win the Ivy League probably. Uh, if you if you win the Ivy League, you're, you, you usually have pretty good shooters and you're usually tough. Uh, so I imagine we'll get a tough test probably, again, uh, probably get somebody that, that tries to put pressure on our guards and see what we can do. But I, I can tell you they won't have anybody as good as Jabari and won't have anybody as good as, as Walker and probably won't have anybody as good as, as some of our guards. Mm-hmm. So should we win it? Yeah, we should. But basketball bounces funny sometimes. You never know. That's right. That's right. They're a good Hopefully team. You don't take cases. anybody lightly. They're, yeah, that's right. And I think Bruce has done really good at that at his time at Auburn. Is they never take anybody lightly because if you do, they will beat you. And yeah, they, I don't have any doubt that this I – don't, I don't think this team's going to take this Yale team like, likely or lightly because uh, because Bruce and because they're projected to win their conference and because they're good, they're probably a really good basketball team. But you, you can't think what we yeah. – like what we're saying and yeah. we've got the better players we should win. No, yeah. you need to go out and you need to play your hardest. Yeah, you, even if you have the best players, they, they still have to play hard because yeah. the other team – the other team sees the number beside your your name, whether it's nineteen or twenty or sixteen or seventeen or one, and they and they think, hey, we can get a top twenty road win, yeah, and improve our chance for that's a quad one win, yeah. We we we, we need to get after them, yeah, and they'll be ready to play, and yeah. Auburn will be ready to play, and we'll see who who comes out on top. That's right. So hopefully we'll be back to discuss that later, maybe this weekend or early next week. Um, Until next time, Dad, you can go ahead and um, do your thing you do at every end of this podcast. I don't don't understand why, but you go ahead. Well, I don't understand why either, because people don't reach out to me uh, at IMCTO, I-A-M-C-T-O. Yeah, message him. Feel free to message me and tell me how how smart I am about basketball. And and (laughs) saying weird things and say whatever you want to him. You can find me at Gray Oldenburg on Twitter or on Instagram at Gray021. Until next time, where are you going? Where are you going? Get a W.
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.